Hello there and welcome to Talking About Risks with me, Sunny Gopal. This is an audio extract from a video on my YouTube channel. And of course, if you prefer to watch the video, head on over to that channel, which is one word, R-E-D-R-I-S-K-S, and hit that subscribe and the notification bells. I promise you, there's no junk, it's all educational. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to Red Risks. Now, if you're new to this channel, please subscribe. You can find a clickable link in this corner and it will really make me happy and also help the channel grow. Without any doubt, Ed Thomas is one of the most charismatic individuals that you could ever meet. I can't talk too much about Ed's background because of confidentiality, but he is a real life version of Jason Bourne. Now, Ed is a perfect candidate to talk to us about human resilience. Let me share with you what I can about some of Ed's career background without getting into some of the confidentiality uh, stuff. Ed's a security expert with over 30 years experience in covert military and government agency operations, counterterrorism, and corporate security. Ed's fought in Afghanistan and Iraq and has led and advised the US government agencies on security and intelligence operations in complex, high threat level environments. And while serving in the US Army, Ed took part in some of the largest counter-terrorist and military operations of this generation. Over his 20 years in the military, Ed spent four years as an infantryman in the 75th Ranger Regiment and over 10 years as an operator in an Army Special Mission Unit. Ed's completed a whole bunch of races, including short distance triathlons, 5Ks, 10Ks, marathons, and ultrathons. And Ed has multiple Valor Awards for covert operations and retired as a Sergeant Major in the Army after 20 years. And if you didn't think that was enough, he's currently training to do a marathon in under three hours. And all that, he's just about to turn 50 in July. Ed Thomas, it's really nice to see you after, I don't know, so many years. We met, what, two or three years ago, way back in Jacksonville. In my intro to you, I gave a little bit of a description to your background. Suffice to say, you are the real Jason Bourne, the real James Bond, the real McCoy. And I can't really talk too much about some of the stuff you've done in the past. And if I do, I'm sure you'll just sort of slightly uh, dance around it anyway. But Ed, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thanks, Sonny. Thanks, thanks for having me. You're, uh, you're, you're much too kind with your words. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I, I, I've always enjoyed uh, whenever you came over and, and we spoke. It's always been, uh, been a pleasure. So when you asked me to have this conversation with you, I would, jumped at it. Yeah. Well, you know, there's no, there's no better person that I could ask about the subject that we're going to talk about, which is human resilience. You've been in a lot of tough scrapes. And I wasn't joking when I said you've been in the Jason Bourne situation and, and James Bond situation. You are a real life superhero in that context. And I know you're a very humble man and you won't say anything. But tell me a little bit about how you deal with these sort of, well, tough situations and, and uh, occasions you've been in. And that's a very big question, but give us some ideas. Yeah, I think it's really your, your training and your background. I think it's part nature, part nurture. Kind of some of the stuff I did, you're, you're drawn to that, and there's the same type of guy. And so whether, you know, I'd be traveling in, in England, talking with, you know, similar units or Germany 
or Iraq, um, Afghanistan. It was always the same type of guy cut from the same cloth, just brought up in a different environment. So some of it is, is nature. And I think some of it is, is nurture as well. You, you put yourself into these types of environments and, you know, military army doctrine talks about good, hard, tough, realistic training. Uh, you know, I, you know, it's like stress inoculation. I kind of call it the sunburn theory, right? So, you, you know, you get exposed to smaller uh, amounts of stress, uh, in a safer environment, and that builds up your ability to uh, to cope with it and to deal with it and overcome. And also, when you fail, because you're going to fail, right? And so, when you fail, you fail in a nice, safe environment that allows you not to be harmed too bad to be able to recover from that and then and then keep on moving. So, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, with your training and what kind of situations you're choosing to put yourself in, whether that's your career, whether that's um, you know sports that you play or just what you put into your mind and body, mental education, as well as you know, uh, physical nutrition. Where you've been in your life in terms of, let's just call them black ops, and the, the sports accolades that you've had, Golden Gloves, Boxing Champion, do you find that all of those things have helped you cope? Um, well, first, uh, let me just say, I wasn't a Golden Gloves champion. I was a runner-up, so I, was, I got second place. I wasn't a oh, champion. Oh, come on. That's not good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> But I just want to be clear. Um, no, and it definitely has, Sonny. And I, um, uh, everything, even to this day, for me, it's it's my upbringing, and it's really been sports. Sports is what allowed me to uh, succeed in what I did in the military, and and I still use that background in the military, and I still use that background today. I always fall back to what I learned in sports from. Uh, the time I started playing at eight years old, American football, what coaches it taught you about discipline and, and you know, failure and teamwork and sacrifice. And I, I still I still use all of that stuff, all that stuff today. So for me, it was really the sports. Do you think then that in this situation that we're in where people are struggling from mental health and well-being, that there is an opportunity for them to maybe take up sports if they've not already taken up sports or find some sort of a healing process I, I do, Sonny. I, I do. And I think, you know, when you when you look at a human being, uh, probably not a whole lot of people out there that would argue with the fact that, you know, we're mind, body and spirit. And if you don't address each of those, the mind, the body and the spirit, you're going to have gaps. Probably every day it's best for people to address mind, body and spirit every single day. And some days you won't be able to hit all three of them. But if you can just go not too many days or not too long without addressing all three of them, you're going to be better off. You don't have to be a competitive athlete. You don't have to do that. You can get up if you like gardening. You know, it, just getting outside, just getting in the sun. The mind part, you know, are people reading, you know, other than just maybe a Twitter headline, right? Reading something deep, reading something that you're interested in so that way you enjoy doing it. You know, are you around healthy people? Are you getting good, healthy relationships? And in spirit, you know, whatever, whatever your beliefs are, are, are you really digging into that and, 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 uh, nurturing that part of your your uh your being but have you ever been yourself in a situation where you found it really really difficult really tough and and what did you do to what did you do dig down to get out of that situation uh so yes i have been and and you know talking about like jason Bourne type experiences or james bond type experiences i say yes and and you know uh, some real life combat experiences that have been in some interesting situations, right? Um, but I mean, most of them really come in everyday life challenges, you know, with relationships, with career, um, just with whatever, if you have a health issue. And so, um, so yeah, so for me, it's, it's really the, the physical part of it. 
everything for me kind of revolves around and goes back to um, doing something physical every day. I just, it clears my mind. I just feel so much better. And then the other part, and this is where sports definitely helped, and in the military helps really refine it, is a, is a schedule. And if I can, if I can help create some, um, some bit of normalcy out of chaos, I just feel better, right? And so if I have this problem, you know, and maybe I feel a little out of control, if I can just step back and try to analyze it and put some type of plan together and organize myself and organize my thoughts and a plan of action, it just, um, you know, kind of, it does put you at ease and it, and it actually helps you solve it. But we live in such a chaotic world and there's so many distractors now, um, way more distractors than say even 50, let alone 100 or 200 years. Um, there's so much information that people just, it's paralysis by analysis. And so you really have to kind of cut yourself off uh, from certain things at a certain point and just identify what you want to do and then focus on, you know, moving ahead, putting a plan together and having some type of order and structure in your life. For me, that's, that's what I do. I'm thinking now, I'm thinking to myself, to Joe Public out there when they're watching this and they're saying, well, I'm not in the, in the same league as uh, Mr. Ed Thomas, you know, from the things that he's done. Number one for me would be mind, body, spirit. You know, every day try to do something for each of those areas of your life. You will just be so much better off for it. Are, you, are we saying that they have to do something every day or is it something that can, they can do every two days? What would be your sort of general advice? On this? Bearing in mind that nobody should rush out and do exercising unless they're medically in a good state and they've been approved by the doctor. No, I agree. Um, I, I think you should do it every day. Is it, is it realistic? Is it possible? No, right? But uh, sometimes things just happen with, with parts of life. But again, if you can go most days where you're hitting something, mind, body, spirit, you're, you're going to be better off. The exercise piece, like we mentioned, you know, gardening, a little bit every day. And you know the deal, right? You don't want to have large doses infrequently. It's better to have, if you're learning a language, for example, it's better to have smaller doses more frequently, more exposures. That's the easier way to learn. That's the easier way to do anything. So if you could just do a little bit, even if it's only 15 minutes, say it's walking, say it's, say it's gardening, say it's, it's anything. It doesn't have to be, hey, let me go put my spandex on and, and go ride my bike for, for 100 miles. It doesn't have to be that. But it just has to be something. You have to get up and you have to get moving. You know it. I know it. everyone, this world we live in, this information age, it's an amazing time to be on this planet. It's, it's awesome. But if we're not careful, it, because we have so much um, – so much ease and so much comfort, it, we, we never get out of that ease and comfort. And so you have to get out of that ease and comfort to, to exercise. doesn't mean it needs to be miserable, but just, just to get outside, just to do something and move. Uh, again, if you start 15 minutes a day, it, it's not too much to ask somebody. I think you're spot on when you say you really have to start slow and break that habit loop if you're really serious about doing something in terms of mental health and well-being improvements. And again, it doesn't have to be hours upon hours. It doesn't have to, you know, mentally be associated with pain and I'm breathing heavy. It's, it's meant to be enjoyable and you can do what, you know, whatever you like. I've got a funny story. So a guy uh, that I used to work for told me a story when he was a, a younger guy that uh, they went off on a building training trip and then they were staying in hotels. And so this guy was kind of his, his boss was kind of a psycho uh, about training. And so uh, after work every day, they would go back and meet his hotel room and they would take soda pop soda cans, you know, your 12 ounce soda cans, and they would wrap their hands around that and they would dry fire like they were firing a pistol, but that was what was in their hand <laughs> for 15 to 20 minutes every night after work. He's like, you got to be kidding me, man. So I mean, you, can, you can take it too far. 
but again, it's, uh, it's training. And if you want to become good at something, you just have to put in the work and it doesn't have to be, you know, killing yourself. It just has to be a little bit every day. You'll become great at whatever you want to do. I want to just summarize for the audience out there and, and chime in and pitch in if I've got this absolutely wrong. So we're talking about human resilience to build a better version of what you are. If one is really determined to do that, some of the top tips are get into some sort of therapy where you're getting benefit from sort of exercise, fitness. It is, yeah. And then the next thing is, these things aren't going to be achieved overnight. You have to start slow. To be honest with you, I think you've said so much in just a short period of time, which is what I expected. You're just straight to the point on these things. Am I right in thinking it's July and it's your birthday soon, isn't it? Yeah, at the end of the month. End of the month. And, you, and you, you told me you were planning to do something or try and do a marathon in under three hours before, what, before you're 50 or something. Um, it's probably, it, it would have been nice to do it before I was 50. It's, it's probably going to take another year or two of training based on where I'm at right now with my fitness level. But yeah, I think uh, that's a, it's a nice goal for me to have right now is to, to break three hours in a marathon. I can just say, Ed, I'm always grateful for the time and very grateful that you've shared a few minutes with us. And I look forward to catching you more on this, especially in the near future, especially when your book comes out. I'm looking forward to that as well. All right. Uh, no, I appreciate it, Sonny. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me. And again, like, yeah, always, always great talking to you. Always walk away better than when, when, uh, before the conversation started. And that's mutual. Ed, Ed Thomas, thank you so much. And I hope I didn't take it into areas of the conversation where I was talking about your background. But let's just say you are indeed the James Bond and Jason Bourne in real life. Mr. Ed Thomas, thank you very much. Thanks, honey. Bye-bye.